0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 66 of the Atlas Podcast. My name is Emma Loggins, editor in
1: chief at fanbolt.com.
2: I'm Matt Rodriguez, the owner and chief editor of shakefire.com. And I'm Mike McKinney with last one to lead the theater.com and atlcw.tv.
0: And surprisingly, we have no small talk this week. <laughs> so um, we are going to very jump. light
2: on the small
3: talk.
0: Yeah, very, very light. We've, uh, we've all been busy, though. I know everyone is still still in recovery from Comic Con. And I actually just got my um, Supernatural stuff done. So I still have like seven, you no, know, I have like 11 more shows that I have to do. Um, but, anyways, uh, speaking <laughs> I guess,
3: of. I guess that's the benefit of not having all the panels is that you don't have to transcribe and edit all the interviews afterwards
0: yeah it's uh it's not that fun. Um, it, <laughs> transcribing yeah, for, is the worst it, part of what we do. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah it really it really is it's It's time consuming and it just takes it, it's just maddening to do.
0: Um, well, that being said, my solution to that was just to do all video. So I do video with like a three sentence intro, and then the whole video is up because you much rather watch them say it than like read what they said. Or at least I, I think so. Um, especially with like the supernatural guys because they're, you know, they're super pretty to look at um but anyways <laughs> before i get distracted um are the, you watching the,
3: that video right now emma
0: <laughs> all day all day today getting the editing done um but uh this week we're actually gonna do uh two interviews from the Eye zombie press room uh with rose MacGyver and robert buckley and then uh, mike was actually in that room and jen uh jen from fanbolt actually did the, uh, these are her audio files. So, um, we'll talk about the room a little bit after the interview. So here is Rose MacGyver of
1: iZombie.
4: We're all starting off by asking everyone, what are you most excited
1: about this season The political under slash overtones. I'm pumped I bet a bunch of other people have said that too, but to be on a show which will still be funny, I still have a case of the week and eight brains and um, we have a cast of incredible comedians, but I, I think like it's really important right now to be making material that's addressing what's going on in the world and, and to to kind of um, convey that information in an entertaining manner is really powerful, so I'm excited. I think the whole sort of cordoned off city and the idea of unwelcome visitors and um, <laughs> who decides the right or wrong way. Are we okay over here? It's been a bit of darts. No, no, we're good. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's the thing I'm most excited about. What
4: um, else?
1: Um, and what is Liv doing in post Discovery Day Seattle? She's still solving crimes, um, eating brains. She is uh, working at the PD still, and now. Every Every zombie, I don't know if you've been told this yet, but every detective works with a zombie um, to help them solve crimes. So she's kind of been a pioneer of a whole new criminal force, which I think is really interesting, um, anti-criminal force. And so she'll still be ticking along. She's going to see her family very early on. Uh, we get to sort of deal a little bit with what's happened to them in the interim. And what else is she up to? Pining after major, but unable to make it work. You know, that, that lovely dance where I think politically they're on pretty different sides of the fence so that'll be interesting we've seen such book. strong female characters so it really seems to have been taking over like, a lot on TV how is that for you as an yeah. actress to be able to explore that been incredibly lucky in my career where I've played a few interesting roles um, growing up I've, when I was 15 I was the lead of a show in New Zealand where she ran a circus troupe and it was like I just think I, I know how unusual it is for somebody to have had a string of roles like I've had um, but I don't want to undermine the previous ones that I've had by saying that this is so exceptional in that um, so it's a bit of a dance to me but I, I think it's just I mean, it's incredibly important you know what you're capable of doing when you can see people do it and for young women to be watching this character who has a strong like moral backbone and is vulnerable and scared and puts herself out there and is human and zombie you know it's like I think it's it's a role I'm incredibly proud to play I really like that she celebrates the different you know her kind of most important features that she's not like anybody else and that, that's something that I think young women need to see. I'm very stoked to be part of it yeah. what's a what's a character that you want to to I think it would be really funny if she had a bodybuilder's brains I want to see her like really vain and um, like creatine shakes and all the sort of weird looking in the mirror and flexing her deltoids I think it would be really just funny and a, and a funny send up of this whole fit spiration kind of movement that's happening right now is interesting to me so um, that would be a fun one I don't know yet I'll have to work out for a while I think <laughs> whatever <else? laughs> start lifting weights I think
4: saying that we can cast yes
1: great we actually have a, we've talked about this a lot the idea of live eating in Kiwi's brain and there are a bunch of friends of mine who are actors who we would love to get to do it um, whether it's Flight of the Concords guys or you know somebody from The Hobbit or you know there's there's a bunch of options we'll see we've, it really, we've tried a couple of things it's, just, it's very important for it to be the right person's brain who she eats so we'll see <laughs> and some have been What's been your favorite, uh, uh, what of of what's coming up, um, I'm looking forward to the hockey goon brain. Just for I used to ice skate, and I thought it'd be really fun to get back into that. And we're shooting in Vancouver; it's such a big part of their culture there, the skating thing. So I'll have a lot of fun with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, all of them. The romantic comedy brain, I think, is going to lend itself to some pretty good montages. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank really so appreciate much. it, guys.
0: And that was Rose. And uh, we'll go ahead and jump straight into our interview with Robert Buckley.
1: Majors uh, volunteered to be a zombie again. Yes. How's that going to go in the new season?
4: Yeah. I'll tell you what, does it doesn't say a lot about what you have going on in your life when you're like, you know what would be better than where I'm at now? Being dead. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. uh, Well, we do a three-month time jump, and we see that Majors now uh, heavily invested in Fillmore Graves and their cause. So I think we're going to see him and his role there having stepped up quite a bit. And uh, we also see him in Liv. Maybe have a little casual dalliance, and uh, that's about all they've told me. They're smart; they don't tell me too much because they know that I love to talk.
2: (laughs) I interviewed you at South by before that show uh, premiered, and we were still. Trying to figure out if you can handle your name, right? <laughs> Are you now comfortable with the name? You figured out that
4: you're okay with it. I have learned to embrace the Lily White. I have, um, but I gotta tell you, it took a while. It was not a quick process. No. That's innate. By the way, I found out I've been spelling it wrong for three years. Really? Yeah, it, I was just recently on Twitter, and I saw what a fan had posted. Something about, like, Major Lily Was I spelling it? Is it L-I-L-L-E-Y? I forget. Maybe you can look it up. I don't know. However it was, I, I forget. I was spelling one letter off, and I was like, oh, my God. This is. Th- I've been this guy for three years. And it was, like, three months ago. I was like, oh, my God, I'm spelling. I'm pretty sure that's the case. So I guess maybe that was my brain's, like, passive-aggressive way of not trying to accept it. it was like, uh, we'll be close, but not quite the real thing. Yeah. So as you continue to delve into this part of this character, is there anything you found you surprised to learn about yourself as a man? this is this show has pretty much been the first opportunity for me to really do comedy and I've found I love it I mean I've done almost exclusively drama for 11 years I've been acting and the comedy is so much closer to who I am and my natural life or my normal life and it's it's a straight-up joy to do much jokes, how many jokes are there? What's the sort of atmosphere? Is it a jovial thing? Are you yes, trying to best. break each other? It's <laughs> the, it, it re, yeah, uh, at times, it's to I mean, everyone's credit. Everyone's very professional. Everyone's very good at their job, and I think with that comes that they, there's an understanding of there's a time and a place for it. So you're aware when someone else has some heavy lifting to do in a scene. That's not the time to cut up. But having said that, when it's not uh, heavy lifting going on, yeah, it is such, it's so light. I mean, we're always making fun of each other, we're always goofing around, you know, because we're able to balance it. I think if stuff wasn't getting done, they'd probably crack down on us a lot more. But, you know, everyone comes prepared, everyone knows their stuff. But as soon as I call cut, it immediately gets third grade real quick. <laughs> Who is the biggest jerk on set? I think if you ask them, they'll say me. If I, uh, I would say myself or. Raul? Here's the thing about me though I'm a giant child and Malcolm is an absolute professional and when I'm around someone who's very professional and composed it it drives me nuts like I have to break them so every time I work with Malcolm I do my best to try to at least ruin a take like if we start off camera I will hold his hand as soon as I call action so he has to like wriggle free of me or like there's scene I'm showing him uh, uh, the Teenage Girl Brain episode, I'm showing him a picture, and between every take, I would like take a weird extreme close-up picture, like the wrinkles in my hand, and then like surprise him with it, and I did I did break him, but for some reason that brings my twisted heart lots of joy.
0: <laughs> What's been your favorite brain so far that Major's been on?
4: I mean, really, it's kind of only been Teenage Girl Brain, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think there was the, the time where... I drummed, but that really wasn't much of an acting performance. There was the mercenary brain, but that was very muted. So Teenage Girl Brain was kind of it. Although I just got wind of one, I'll be doing episode like three or four this year. I don't think I can tell you. Hey, Diane. Hi, guys. No. Yeah. Yeah, there's a really that was, it was a really fun one, though, that I have that as soon as they told me when we had the writers uh, meeting a couple of days ago, I was like, oh, geez, this, this has the potential to be as, as funny as the uh, teenage brain. All right.
2: Well, thank you very much. Yeah.
4: Thank you all for your time.
2: Thank you so
0: much. And that was Robert Buckley of iZombie. Um, they're really, Nicely really done. cool cast. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I yeah, wasn't, I were... wasn't in that room, but thank you.
2: <laughs> Nicely uh, done, Jen and Mike. Hey, I was, I was and there Mike. too. And
0: thank Mike, thank
2: you. And Mike, I mean, I, I, you, you are some of my questions.
0: That's our our bowling league name, by the way. And Mike, that's why, that's why that's really funny. Sorry, just in, putting that inside out there. joke. <laughs> inside joke with, with the with the host. Um, continue, Mike. Sorry.
2: Anyway it was a really uh, it was a lot of fun they, that cast really likes working with each other and they just they seem to have a blast and every, everybody on that cast that we interviewed was just um, just fun to do. And I, interview, I also interviewed that cast um, at South by uh, a few years ago before they even had premiered the show um, and they were just so excited about it because they had already shot most of the season and um, they just, they love being on that show and it, it shows when you do interviews because they, they're just so much fun.
0: Yeah, nice. I totally agree. Um, what, what season are they in right now? Three,
2: um, four? I think this this was only, three? no, I think it was three. Three. Yeah. It seems like they've been on longer for that. I don't know why.
0: It's, uh, it, it's funny that you mentioned the, the cast, you know, really, it being obvious that they love their job and it's something again with with Supernatural and doing all the editing with that earlier today and really every year it's um of course that show is in its 13th season which is kind of insane and everyone still loves everyone so much like you can still see it like Jensen and Jared are like brothers and I even caught this quote I can't remember if it was um Jensen or Jared that said that said it Um, But it was at a table I wasn't at, and um, one of them said, you know, I found my best friend on this show, I found my wife on this show, I had, you know, my kids while working on this show, like, the the crew is my family. And I just feel like that's such a rare thing in television, and it definitely comes across in in interviews um, when when the cast really loves what they do that much. And and both Jensen and Jared um both found their wives and both had kids while on the show. So it's they've truly like grown up in supernatural. And um who knows if iZombie will be on for thirteen seasons. But there is there is a similar kind of camaraderie there with the cast and just like really love and appreciation for one another that you see on Supernatural with it being such a a rare gem of running so long and everyone still really liking each other so much so
2: yeah it, it it was it's on been had has been on for three seasons uh the thing i really liked with the rosa macgyver was where she was talking about wanting to play a kiwi uh, meaning somebody from new zealand which is where she's from um that, i just that was hilarious because um you know she really wants to use her own her own accent mm. uh, to do that one
0: i love her voice like that accent is just it's awesome. I, it wouldn't fit in the world of I, a Zombie, but um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a very cool accent. Um. Well, the, that's our interviews for this week and next week. Um, maybe we'll do Supernatural next week. Um, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, we have so many. I've still got all of Flash and Arrow and Supergirl and all of that to go through. Um, I will say the current videos that are up on Fanbolts, if you're a fan of Freeform Stitchers, so we have those interviews up. And by the time this article or this uh, podcast goes up, we'll have a couple of the Supernatural videos up. I know Jensen Ackles will be up. And um, there's another really cool video that's actually in that article. Uh, They did this amazing thing in Hall H where they actually utilized. um, I'm not sure how far around it goes. I'm not sure if it's just 180 degrees, but they have um, these screens that are just massive and it really kind of engulfs you. Um, and like video content. And it's usually used by Warner Brothers for their film presentations. And this was actually the first year that they used it for a television series. And they did this really cool montage of supernatural video that wrapped 180 degrees, um, possibly more (laughs) around the room. And um, Kansas was there to play carry on wayward son. Um, So it's a really, really cool video. Um, It's right under our interview with Jensen Ackles. So definitely check it out because I just get chills watching it. Like, it's, it's I know. so cool. I saw the cool. video.
3: It's, it's awesome. It was definitely one of the better things to come out of Hall H, I would say.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I was like, I saw that and I was like, oh, I wanted to be there for that. <laughs> I felt like I missed out. But um, it's really cool. And uh, I've, I've been scouring the web the last couple of weeks for a really good quality video of it. And so, um, the the one that's up is the best one I found, but it's. Yeah, I'm
3: surprised I they didn't like Warner didn't do like an official video of that capture of that. I, and I'm then, surprised too. You know, put it on too. their Supernatural
2: YouTube channel and stuff, because I mean, it, it it might have to do with the music rights. Maybe. Maybe. A lot of times. No, a lot of ta- A lot of times uh, when we do screenings for, uh, of, of TV shows, a lot of times they don't give us permission to do a screening because of the music rights well i
0: mean kansas Kansas was there yeah like they were there (laughs) singing
2: right i know but that's 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 a live performance and they got paid for that but then you're talking about um if they if warner brothers was to put this up on the web they would have to pay kansas for all the total views oh and and that's why (laughs) i think it's not it's it all comes down. to... That's why a lot of DVD, like a lot of TV shows, haven't been, haven't been released uh, because it's because the music rights,
0: right? I know
3: because they change.
0: Yeah, they change the songs like, yeah. that are in them. Because I know, well, yeah,
2: they do that a lot. But but like like China Beach for a long time wasn't on D. I don't know if it's still on, not on. If whether it's still avail- not available. But if there was so much of that music that was important to that show, that especially like even the opening credits with the. Uh, the supreme song that uh that i know that it was delayed at least delayed a long long time because of music rights
3: that's how scrubs was because um i own all the scrubs dvds of course because i'm a huge scrubs fan and you know that has all the original music that uh went along with the show and the music plays a huge role in the show But, like, if you watch it on Netflix or even, like, reruns on Comedy Central, so much of the songs have changed. And it just, it feels so weird. Because, like, I'll watch, I'll see an episode every once in a while, I'll be like, that doesn't sound right. And it's because they changed the song.
0: That was um, the same experience I had with my beloved Roswell back in the old school WB days. Um, when they released those DVDs, they they kept a couple of the songs that played um, really important roles specifically in the pilot. Um, but the rest of the series is like all replaced by like indie bands that probably were pretty pretty cheap to get music from at the time and just replace so many like key moment songs and it's funny because i being the huge nerd fangirl that i was with roswell recorded every single episode of the three seasons on vhs tape yes <laughs> which i still have and refuse to get rid of because those have the original songs on them mind nice. you i don't own a vhr or a vhs <laughs> player but um I, I still have the the VHSs, so there's, for some reason, I, I'm still keeping them.
3: But oh, Kids these days will never know recording off of a VCR yeah. on a VHS tape.
0: Exactly. Oh. <laughs> they don't the know the, the pain.
3: Yeah. And stopping. And either, if you were good, you would stop before the commercials and play and skip the commercials on the tape and yeah. then hit record again right before it starts.
0: Yep, and if you were really diehard, you made video cases for every single one of them, so it looked oh, like something you could buy in the store. I did that. I was never, that, die hard. <laughs> I I was that. never
3: that diehard. <laughs> we, just, we just had the little sticker over to say what it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gotta go all out, man. Graphic design. <laughs> that was my intro to graphic design, was designing those cases. Um, nice. Anyways, that was a tangent. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's that's our small talk for the week. That's our small talk. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, well, move, moving right along, um, box office results, I don't think were quite what you guys predicted they would be. Thank, thank so God. let's um, thank, talk about I, that. I said
2: emo, No, I said emoji would do 22.
0: Did you? I know I have these yep. notes somewhere, but I don't remember. You wrote remember. them down
3: somewhere. You mentioned I did. last week be- that you were writing them down. I said like seventy, open. so thank thank God it didn't do anywhere near
0: that. Um, oh wait, here we go. Yeah, you said seventy, and Mike said thirty.
2: Thirty. Okay, so, I was off.
0: Um, but Dunkirk did pretty well. Um, yeah,
3: number one again.
0: Number one again. So it's uh, it's gross has now exceeded its production budget, so that's good. Um, Atomic yeah, not, Atomic Blonde actually came in um, with 18 million um, in fourth place, and we had all predicted, or at least I wrote down that we predicted 20 million for it. So good job, us. That bad. was pretty close. <laughs> um, Girls Trip is in at number three at 19 million. Second, of course, is the Emoji Movie with 24 million, and Dunkirk was in first with 26 million. So no big. And, s- and
2: our beloved beloved Baby Drivers number nine uh, did almost four million.
0: Yeah,
3: but it's well, close to a hundred million. It so
0: is close to hundred million. It's definitely
3: it's, Edgar Wright's best film, box office wise.
0: Yeah, the production budget, of course, on that one was uh, thirty-four million. So it's it's done pretty well for itself. Yeah. Um. Well, now that I found the notes from last week, I need to get back to my notes from this week. Um, well, what are
3: we What are we going to predict for this week?
0: Well, what do we have? We have we the Dark see? Tower coming out. Dark
2: Tower, that's the big one. The big one is Dark Tower, and then also Kidnap, which is a Halle Berry movie. That's probably going to do like 7 million, 10 million Kidnap. Yeah, I, I, I would say yeah, Kidnap is. I would say probably eight million.
0: Okay.
2: Um, the reviews are going to be really bad on it.
0: <laughs> um, um,
2: Dark Tower, I. You know what? Dunkirk might beat Dark Tower.
0: I would expect I it to. I don't know. I I think
2: I, I think I think the
3: reviews are coming out too late to. I think it'll do like around thirty.
0: Dark Tower.
3: I could see it doing around thirty.
0: I don't. Th- no. I don't think it's. Going I mean, to I think it has hell. a
3: huge book following, and I think they'll see it.
2: Yeah, but I think They'll the word it, is already but. out that it's, yeah, that they're going to hate it because it's so different. And we're almost reviewing the film now. But <laughs> I'm I'm thinking Dark, Dunkirk will beat Dark Tower, and Dark Tower is only going to do like 16 or 18 mil.
0: 16, I'm making my notes here. 16 to 18 <laughs> mil, Mike. Um, yeah, I, I don't think, I honestly haven't seen that much. Um, promotion for Dark Tower in terms of like TV commercials or billboards or you know anything like that I I've seen a fair amount online but I don't feel like I've seen a lot of more traditional advertising for it do you guys feel like you have
3: I no. I don't know cuz I don't watch TV so Okay. <laughs> I don't so see any person,
2: trailers anyway The, the person <laughs> that watches the most TV I will tell you that there there hasn't been that much um, I mean they, they haven't even It doesn't seem like they've even promoted it Well on on the web
0: Yeah I would um, agree I would agree um, So I mean from that aspect alone I don't expect it to, to do too well um, But before we review it Too much um, Let's go ahead and dive into our official Atlas review of the film review Um, Which one of you guys want to set up the synopsis for us?
3: I'll take it. Why not? So, Dark Tower is based off Stephen King's series of novels. There's eight novels altogether, uh, the Dark Tower series, and it follows... The film follows from the point of view of Jake Chambers, who is this kid living in Earth, and he's having these these dreams, these nightmares of, you know, a man in black and a gunslinger and, you know, his parents and everybody around him thinks he's going crazy, but he swears these dreams are real, and turns out they are, and, you know, the, the man in black and the gunslinger are fighting against each other. The man in black is trying to destroy the tower that's as basically at the center of the universe and there are all these various different worlds around it uh earth included and the gunslinger is you know the good guy opposite him who's basically he's trying to get revenge on the man in black and so jake basically finds one of these portals that transports him to um their world and from there it's basically he meets the uh, the gunslinger, and they're trying to protect the tower from falling, because if the tower falls, basically the whole universe kind of goes dark, and monsters can invade it, and bad things happen.
0: Things so. get real bad real quick, yeah. <laughs> Um, well cool. So uh let's let's dive right into this. On a, a scale of one to five, how bored were you guys?
3: I'd uh, mm-hmm. give it a three. Ah. yep, me too. I'm gonna give mean, it a
0: two. I'm gonna, give it, gonna, give, two. It? I'm gonna okay. give it a two. I wasn't super bored. I mean I thought the film was um there were a couple of points in which I felt like we were dragging a little bit. I mean it's it should note it's a super quick movie at ninety-five minutes. Um, but it is really imaginative and creative and I liked exploring that. I just, um, I feel like someone last night, I felt like said it really well that there's a really good story there. They just struggled in getting it out. And I think that kind of, um, describes this film perfectly. Like I'm really intrigued about the books having seen the film because I feel like the books are probably a lot better than the film. Um, yeah. But, uh, I
3: totally agree with you. You know, um, it seems like they were rushing through so much of yeah. the story and so much of the background, and it's like I just wanted them to kind of slow down and kind of explore this world a lot more.
0: Exactly, and, and, I, it,
2: and yeah, it, it feels like there's not any meat on the bone. I mean, it just feels like a uh, kind of a very. It's there's not a lot to it. Um, and especially for what should have been a very high-profile movie, there's there's just no, there's no spectacle to this this film, um, other than Matthew McConaughey.
0: <laughs> other than. <laughs> um. But even so, like, even in trying to, like, feel connected to characters, I feel like it's a challenge because it was so moving so fast that any time anything happened, that should invoke a uh, some sort of emotion or human reaction. It's just so rushed through that it doesn't happen that you find it difficult to, like, really connect to any of the characters. Yeah. Um, all right. That being said, um, eye rolling factor um, one to five. What would you guys give this? Um,
3: I, maybe a one and a half or two. I mean, I wasn't rolling my eyes that much. I mean, I was just like, okay, that's cool. That's that's fine. Like, it. There wasn't much eye rolling to it. It was a lot of just meh. I felt.
2: Yeah, I agree too. I I, I, do, I would give it a one one point five.
0: I'm gonna give it a two for eye rolling. Um, but I, I basically agree with, with what you guys said. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
3: I mean the, the whole gunslinger speech probably got the most eye rolls from me.
0: Yeah. We heard that one one too many times. you,
3: You heard it one too many times. Yeah. And I don't get the whole, because I don't, because they've forgotten the face of my father or whatever like that. It doesn't make sense in the movie. Maybe it's different in the books or I don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but that was, but, like, one of the funniest parts of the movie when, like, he sees those two girls on the bus and he's like, you've forgotten the face of your that, father.
3: <laughs> that, that is a great moment. No, see, those were the best moments. I love the moments where he, because at one point they all travel to Earth. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he's this fish out of water. He has no idea how Earth operates because he's been living in this other, other world.
0: That's And not- those, were, yeah,
3: so he, those were the best yeah. moments.
2: Yeah, he doesn't know what coke is and he, uh Coca-Cola is and um what a hot dog is and
0: I was like yeah, totally so. uh ready. it what before I knew the the ending of the film and and what was going to happen. Um I was like totally ready for like the spin-off series of like the gunslinger and jake chambers like now living in new york and like the gunslinger having to like adapt to like 2017 life on this planet i would totally be down for that that'd be a great film that
3: would would be awesome (laughs) i'd watch that
0: um all right so moving right along um best and worst performance who would you give those titles to here
2: all right all right all right
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh yes easily matthew mcconaughey he was definitely the best i mean he is just evil as the man in black
0: you can tell that he definitely has a lot of fun um yeah. in this role like he really loves it and it's it's very clear so i i definitely would agree to i i thought the gunslinger um um how do you say his name Elbrus? It, El-
3: Idris, Idris I, Elba. Idris
0: Elba. <laughs> um, you just, I you he, just like
3: combine the two. I,
0: I did. I just made them one. <laughs>
3: um, uh, there, there's your, your daily dose of Emma messing up <laughs> names.
0: Wouldn't be an Atlas if I didn't. Um, but he did a great job too. Uh, I, thought I thought they thought both he was good uh, too. Even, they both did really good.
3: Even um, the kid Tom Taylor, I thought he was decent. He was good enough as as Jake. No.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Mike?
2: Um, yeah, no, I'm. I, I thought all the cast. Um, I maybe. Um, Catherine Winnick is will be for my worst one. Um, but I but the rest of the cast was. I mean, I lo- always loved watching Jackie Earl Haley. Um, he's always so creepy, and he's really creepy in this movie. Not as creepy as Matthew McConaughey.
0: Not as creepy as Matthew McConaughey. I would agree with that. Um I'm trying all to Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> I'm trying to figure um the name of the guy that I'm gonna give worse to. I'm gonna give it to the, the stepdad who I I'm having problems finding who he is on IMBD, but um I'm gonna give it to whoever that actor was.
3: I'm gonna give it to um everybody who isn't the main three <laughs> <laughs> Cause I mean, it's really their movie, and it like, is. nobody else is in it enough to really cement themselves as like a bad bad performance. Really, right? I mean, it's just little little bits pieces here and there. So I mean, not enough to judge them fully
2: as worst performance of the movie.
0: That's fair. Yeah. Well, like I like
2: like so, I said, I'm giving it Catherine Winnick who who plays the mom. Um.
0: Well, obviously. And, and
3: uh, Emma's giving it to Mister No Name.
0: Mister No, yeah. name. I'm still trying to find him. Like searching <laughs> through the IMDb page, and these pictures are so small. I have no idea, well, like what I'm looking at. So, um, we'll just.
2: Um, it's got to. It's got to be. I don't know. Well, see, I don't know if it's the father or the, the, the or the stepfather. It'd be the stepfather. Stepfather, the right? Stepfather, I know. I know. Yeah. But I, but but the problem is, uh, see, uh,
3: we don't even remember his name from the film. That's. That's that's telling.
2: Yeah. Okay, there's an Elmer. There's an Elmer Chambers. It's Carl Thanning. Well, it wouldn't it, be, it wouldn't it's be Chambers. Chambers. It's Carl, I think. It's Carl.
0: Carl, hold on, wait. No, because
2: because the because the mom's name is Laura Chambers and the kid's name is yeah, but it's a stepdad. Chambers. It's a stepdad. Yeah. So it, it's not his. real it's not right, be but, Chambers.
0: Yeah, the real, the real dad's dad name was Chambers.
2: Chambers. Okay, so that's the real dad. Yeah, I. I think it's I Carl. I don't even.
0: I'm not even. Carl sounds
3: that. Carl sounds familiar for the. Sure. For the stepdad.
0: I don't even. What I don't even I'm... see that. I just did like a find on IMBD, and Carl. The only Carl that came up was Carla, who was the dialect coach. So I don't even know what you guys are looking at.
3: <laughs> I'm not. I'm just going off what Mike's saying, and Carl sounds like.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a name that would be a stepdad. Well, it sounds like that. <laughs>
3: Cause I'm, they do mention it every once in a while, and I thought it
2: was, thought it was Carl. It's I I really hate, um, IMDb the way they do their cast.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's different
2: diff- it's a, different for every movie. Because a lot
0: of times it is. Yeah,
2: and a lot of times the like the main character will be like halfway down the page. Well, that's yeah. that's when
3: they usually do it on. They list the cast by IMDb star meter. So whoever's higher ranked
2: on that will be first. And so sometimes that's, not, that's so stupid. Yeah. That's not the way to do weird. it. Well then Catherine Winnick is the 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 best one. Yeah. She's she listed first. first. Is it by star meter?
3: Cuz like sometimes they'll do by order build, sometimes they'll do by um star meter, sometimes they'll do by alphabetically. It's really weird.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of things about IMBD I would change if it was up to me, but that's just, that's just me. Um, well, no one really cares about what his name is, yeah. so let's just move on. <laughs> so, yeah,
3: so probably, <laughs> just gonna be, so, for now it just be, he's probably be way, way at the bottom since this one is starred, so.
0: <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> um, So this, of course, was not filmed here in Atlanta. So uh, it was actually filmed in South Africa, California, and New York. So um, not a very high recognition factor. Yeah. So um, the South Africa, though, um, the scenes that were shot there, which I'm assuming are mostly the other planet shots, um, that was a really pretty pretty location. Yeah. Um, So overall, on the official Atlas scale, what would you guys give? I'd give
3: it an ATL. Um, You you know, it's. I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. I I enjoyed it. it. I was entertained by it. Granted, I haven't read the books, any of the books, so I am coming in with a fresh perspective about it. And like I've heard from other people who have read the books, that it is nothing like the books. That it basically almost acts like a sequel to the books, and that it uses the same characters and stuff but the story is completely different
2: so i would give it an atl but the l is very small
0: i'm gonna give it a three out of five too i think i think an atla um or an atl rather is uh it's a pretty accurate score i mean i was entertained too i thought it was really an imaginative film it's just you know as we said kind of earlier on it's um, there's a really good story in there, and they just didn't do a great job in getting it out. And
3: you know, the, re- the reviews have been brutal. Yeah, I just I just wanted more from it.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. And I, I'm kind of interested what another cut of the film would be. Like this one, 95 minutes. Like obviously, we could have had a little bit more, but um,
2: it, it, it'll be interesting to see if they do a director's cut. Yeah, of this because it it feels like a bunch of the movie was left out.
0: It does. And even there, there's moments in which um, I caught a few things where it seemed like they were going to set something up to do something, and then there, then nothing happened. Um, so I, it 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 definitely feels like there was probably more shot, even um, that didn't make it into the film. But um, yeah, it's
2: it's at 19 percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now, out of 64 reviews.
0: I don't think that's fair. But
2: I've
3: I've never trusted. I never go by Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Oh, they throw great parties though
3: they do they do <laughs>
0: um i don't even I, did, I wouldn't know <laughs> did we even talk i don't even know if we talked about th- that i don't think did we, we mentioned
3: the rotten tomatoes no
0: um
2: you did you did a little bit
0: we uh did a little briefly. bit last week we uh went to matt and i went to an event at comic-con that they threw kind of during lunch hour um yeah. where they just kind of roasted films and had a number of different actors there they had um gayton who plays dustin on uh stranger things um spacing on his last name um i'm sure i would butcher it um they had uh they had uh, the guy from the strain they had fabio who i had a moment you can tell your
3: your fabio story (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, I love this story um, Matt and I were coming down the stairs and then Fabio was coming around the corner to go up the stairs and there was like a pause because it's like oh it's Fabio and um, he looks at me and he's like after you <laughs> and then I was just like I'm going this way but we just had this moment and he was so gentlemanly about it and so like like I, I don't know. It was just like a you really weird moment. Eyes. We locked eyes when you lock eyes with Fabio. It, it's just a moment that is had.
2: <laughs> so. so, so you had you had a, a romantic book moment.
0: I did with Fabio. I did, and it's like um, when you lock
2: eyes with
3: Fabio, it's like you're editing a supernatural video.
0: It is. It is just like that. That is well put. <laughs> I will say, in case any of you guys are wondering why the hell Fabio was at Comic Con, um, he is in Sharknado Five, um, which makes yeah, total five. total sense. So, um, but he was delightful. That was a uh, that was a nice little surprise for our afternoon.
2: Speaking of weird weird uh, things coming to a con. Rick Flair and Ricky the Steamboat Dragon are coming. The, the Dragon Steamboat, I should say, uh, are coming to to uh, DragonCon. Cool. What is the Dragon Steamboat? Uh, uh, Ricky was a big WWE well, star who, back in the. I know the, who that is. Okay, that's is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? Oh, is that what his nickname? That's is? his
0: full name. Yeah, oh, I didn't okay. even know yep.
2: that. Yep, that's what he went by.
0: I think the WWE people are slowly starting to, like, realize how awesome all of the um, kind of nerd conventions are. Or at least it kind of seems like there's starting to be some, some recognition um, from from them with with conventions. But that is, that's interesting. There's going to be some great guests at DragonCon this year. It's a really, really great lineup. It's yeah. uh, by far the best it's ever been. I, every year has been better, but this year is... Uh, this year is especially great. And if you are going to Dragon Con, um, Matt and I will be on a panel on Saturday Ooh. night. Uh, Saturday night at 7 p.m., um, which is whatever day. I don't have my calendar in front of me. But the Saturday during Dragon Con. Um, is it like the
3: second or first? or.
0: I don't think it's the... Hold on. I can look really quick. Um, but I'm hosting the behind-the-scenes of The Walking Dead panel. And, of course, Matt having been on the show and we have um one other actor and then some uh like a visual effects coordinator and then uh
3: set design
0: set design right? yeah yeah it's so. the, yeah, em- september it is the second september i was gonna
2: ask yeah emma's gonna ask me to be on the panel but since i haven't seen the show since the middle of season two i said you know i'll just sit in the audience instead
0: (laughs) it's probably for the best although if you would like to come to my panel on friday (laughs) which is talking about walking dead and fear of the walking dead you will be just as educated on fear of the walking dead as i am so i've got to uh catch up on like three seasons of that show yeah um when you're a moderator of a panel for something you've never really watched before, it's, uh, you gotta do a little bit of homework before it starts, but, uh, those will be fun panels. And, um,
3: yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be yeah. my first panel ever. So
0: really, that's yeah. awesome.
3: I've, I've never done a panel.
0: Well, this is my, um, first panel I'm moderating at dragon con. I've, I've been on panels before. And of course I've moderated panels with, uh, Walker stalker and FanFest, fest, but, uh, this will be my first time moderating one with Dragon Con so I'm pretty excited about cool. it.
3: Go easy on me.
2: <laughs> I will. No worries. I'm not, I'm going to I'm going to go to the mic and ask a question. Um. And I'm going
3: to say sit
2: down, Mike. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um i think that i think this panel is in one of the bigger rooms too so um i'm gonna work on getting some seeing if i can get some video from some of the actors that we can um show in that so if you are around at dragon con come check that out it'll be a lot of fun and
2: and and catch me in the audience
0: and you can catch mike in the audience um we'll also i'm not gonna make our our little surprise public yet but uh we're all gonna be cosplaying as something really awesome and we don't know what day we're doing it yet but Sunday looks Sunday looks promising um, and it's going to be amazing and you're definitely going to want to get your picture taken with us if you're at Dragon Con so just saying yeah we're it's going to be pretty awesome
3: we'll talk about that more as it gets closer to the con because
0: we're still yep. about
2: a month off so
0: we are it'll be here before so, we know it so, though
2: yeah so I do have one other thing about a film oh
0: yeah Kidnapped. Uh, my,
2: my experience at uh, see, actually, my experience that whole day was was pretty dim. Were you kidnapped? Um, I went to, uh, I was not, but <laughs> um, I did go to a screening in the afternoon at three p.m. And um, we show up, and at three p.m. it doesn't start, and the rep comes in and says, "It's still downloading. It's going to be about fifteen minutes." Well, fifty minutes later, they came in and said, "Okay, we are having to download it again." And it's going to be another hour and 45 minutes. So I left. And they did show it eventually uh, to one critic. It's the only person that stayed. Um, And then that night, I went to go see Kidnap, which is the new movie with Halle Berry. Uh, She plays a mom who witnesses her son being kidnapped. Um, He's a a six-year-old kid. And she gets in her car and chases them. The film kept freezing. I mean literally constantly it was like you would play for like 3 minutes and then freeze for 10 to 15 seconds. And so I've had to put in my review that I can't tell you about the pacing of this movie because of all the times that it froze. And sometimes it froze like in the mid sentence sometimes there was a there's a big uh car accident and the the big car accident it froze right in the middle of it. It was just really frustrating to watch. Um, it did not help my experience of which of watching the film. I couldn't tell how long the film was even though it's a fairly short film um and i couldn't i couldn't and then the audience it was really hard to gauge for the audience because the audience got really frustrated and then started laughing because it was just a ridiculous situation so that was a really tough day to to go see a films in atlanta that sucks
0: that does suck well
2: kind of like our experience with star wars not star, uh yeah star wars
0: Yeah, that's uh,
3: nothing will rival that I'm afraid (laughs) that was just terrible
0: yeah when you want to watch a movie so bad and it keeps going out and you have somewhere to be but not until two hours after the screening ends so you think you're in the clear but two hours later when the film is still going and you realize you have to leave in the last like five minutes of Star Wars it's life life is hard
3: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) first problems when you have to leave a Star Wars screening early an early Star Wars screening early but um, anyways, um, so that's that's our show for this week. We have a couple of things coming up that we definitely want to mention. Um, Comet Cosplay is on Monday night, um, and that is at the Comet Pub and Lanes in Decatur. Our theme this month is Game of Thrones. Um, but of course, you can come in any costume you like um, or no costume at all. And you can be like Mike. But, um, but please
3: still wear clothes.
0: Still, please wear clothes, yes. Cl- clothes with Hey, drinkers. I always wear clothes. <laughs> it's true. Yes. You do. Um, and then Matt also has something cool on Monday night before Comet Gosplay.
3: Eh? Yeah, uh, be, yeah. I'm going to be interviewing Marlon Waynes. Um, he's coming out with a new NBC series called Marlon. And it's basically, you know, a, a family comedy show that he's he's running. Um. I remember we actually talked to him for Fifty Shades Darker, and we got to interview him for that movie. Uh, it was probably, what, last year? Yeah, I think it was last year. And yeah. um, he had mentioned brief- briefly that he was working on a, a TV comedy show, and so it's, it's cool to see this finally, you know, come out. Um, so yeah, I'll be interviewing him about that. Um, might also talk to him about, he's got a new Netflix movie called Naked coming out. Which is like a Groundhog's Day film where he's repeating the same day over and over again. Um, he wakes up naked and he's supposed to get married, and he's trying to, I don't know, I'm not sure what that was all about, but um, but yeah, so yeah, I will be talking to him on Monday, so we will have interview on Friday.
0: Sounds good. And we'll also be reviewing um, Logan Lucky, which did film here in Atlanta. Um, We'll be reviewing that next week along with Annabelle. So be sure to check us out again next Friday. Um, But thank you guys for listening. Again, my name is Emma Loggins, editor-in-chief at FanBull.com.
3: And I'm Matt Rodriguez, the owner and chief editor of
2: ShakeFire.com and I'm Mike McKinney of last one to leave the theater.com and atlcw.tv
0: and we'll talk to you guys next week.
2: Bye. All right, all
0: right, all right. <laughs>